Welcome back to our podcast, People Bring Profit. It is an exciting day for here us at Aspire to Be Hospitality Group. We are finally opening our uh, Aldean Buffalo Wild Wings Go. Yes. Not just opening. We're like it. an hour away yeah. from opening the doors. I mean, We're 45 minutes away. They're, they're training back here. The crew has been training, what, Justin, how many days now? They've been four days strong. Okay. Open to close, multiple shifts putting in the work yes they are and the training team from corporates here uh, our team's here training Patrick and his team's back there Jacob uh, our our business coaches back there our GM's back there we're so excited it's our second Buffalo Wild Wings go Uh, it's day has been a long day it's beautiful outside it was 32 degrees this morning Um, but a drive in so uh, we're excited we're gonna spend the whole day here with the team brought everybody from our office and we want to really talk to you about this opening and excitement about what we've gone through to get it here and what, what it's taken to get it here uh, there's a lot of people asking. I see franchisees posting on other concept, on other um, podcasts asking, like, how long does it take to open? What did it take to open this? How much money did it take? And that's kind of want to have a little discussion about and what we're kind of going through this training. One backup on this thing, you know, we talked about this when we were here, and we had to wait 20 days to get our final inspection from our fire marshal. And that's 20 days that we could have been open. Our contractors finished, all of our other inspectors came in, but they're so backlogged that we had to wait 20 days. It was a small obstacle that we had to hurdle. Yeah, yeah. it, it wasn't fun. Wasn't it, fun. It was terrible to sit here and watch the cameras and watch our teams just sit here and keep mopping the floors 10 days in a row almost, you know? But we made it. Yes, we, we made it. We got open, and we are opening today. So I want to talk to this. I, I did this little list today because I've got a lot of these people asking these comments about it in time frame because people need to understand when we sign this agreement, mm-hmm. it, I mean, we signed to build, what, 15 of these goes? So yeah. we have to stay on a time frame. And it's, it's a hard work to do that because it starts with a lot of legal, a lot of paperwork. This really falls on your side. And, and it started, when did we find this location? So we we found we signed the LOI in November of 2022. So we must have found the location either in October or um, close to November because it takes us a little while once we find the location to get an LOI printed and agree and executed. And so I, you know what? Let me back. Let me reel that in yeah. a little bit. We must have found this location probably. In August, I looked or up on our flight log, and we came here in August, like seventeenth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think wow. that's when we toured this location with yeah. the guy with our real that estate agent. And then the LOI started on your work. So yeah. Um, so we signed it in November, and it took us a, a great amount of time to go to lease. Actually, from we went to lease in March. Yeah. Of 2023. So man, and that's it, just it where just the, takes a long time, but it's well worth the wait yeah. as far as the front end. Of this, of this business because you really want to negotiate those terms and, and get in at a good rate and good terms. I have to laugh about this because that's when me and you and Justin came and found the site and yeah. then me and Justin kind of have to step off and say, okay, Kim, do your work. And there was many a times you said, no deal. Yeah. No deal. We're walking away from this. And me and Justin had the biggest frown like, what? We love this location. You're like, and, but it, you said no deal and they come right back to the table, right? Oh, yeah. You got to be uh, in love enough with the location to be able to walk away from it. That's right. We need to go garage selling together. Yeah. I feel like someone be asking for ten bucks, and we would offer them a dollar fifty. Yeah, Kim and would get it. Me and you'd walk that's away. Fourteen them, months ago, they would walk no. ten. We would give them five. Kim yeah. would give them a dollar fifty. Yep. You know, that's exactly right. 
Um, so that's that's one thing you got to learn as a young franchisee or any developer out there. The leasing, I guess, the landlord, they're going to want the best deal for themselves, mm -hmm. and then we want the best deal for ourselves. So we have to kind of meet in the middle. And there's Compromise. a lot of negotiation, and we've noticed that because you have what three, two LOIs you're working or leases you're working at the moment right now. Yeah. And we're tug of war back and forth. That's right. And you did walk away from a deal completely. Me and you were so upset with our new sports bar that's coming down the line, and two months later they came back to you. Yeah. And said, okay, we'll meet again. I know. And it worked. <laughs> I know just how far I can tow the line. But to, what's amazing to me, this was a shopping center that was already built. It was something that moved out. We came in and it took about a year to get this thing open. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. not only that, we had to do the leasing. Then we had to go to plans. Mm -hmm. Then we had to go to permitting. Yes. Then we had to go to bidding out and then construction. Yeah. Then we had to sit again and wait for permitting to come finish their jobs. That's right. And then that's when... Justin and the training team steps in and starts training. Well, right. We were, you know, 30 days ago, we hired a full staff and we were raring and ready to go. And then permitting hit us. So we had to rinse and repeat that. And, you know, we were delayed there. So what could have been 12 or 13 months wound up being 14. But you've got to prepare all the way through for, you know, being able to adapt and uh, go from there. But, yeah, we, we finally have a full staff hired. They're, they're trained. They're ready to go. And 14 months later, we're ready to open our go. Yeah. And that was a problem, too, because our guys went out there and hired a full team because we thought that we were yeah. going to get our opening quicker, but then we were slapped in the face again, like what our Starbucks happened to us. Same thing, and we've been complaining about it, but then we were locked down again, and then we had to kind of go back and rehire again. Another obstacle. Another obstacle. But one thing on the training thing, too, when we all came here a couple of days ago, and you looked at the schedule. You know, sometimes you, you got to be careful of this because – People in new in this business don't understand this, but you, we hired, I don't know, 20 people at, recently, and you were like, no, we need like 40. Well, yeah, so we hired, our, our team initially hired the 20, and then we realized that we had to a four, three or four week wait, but when we stepped in the door for orientation, we saw 10 people, yeah. which, you know, you can run a go from with 10 people normally when you're open, but we're in a new store opening. So you're going to lose almost 50% of your staff when you bring those, your initial staff on. And so we just didn't have enough. So we were like, guys, we got to make this happen. We don't want to be interviewing and hiring in the middle of our initial training when we have yeah. corporate here training our people. So man, my te our team got to work and they started calling and hiring. Yes. And Justin, we've known that with our go with our sports bars and our first go that when you hire people, you need to almost double what you normally need. So if you need 70 people, you better buy, you know, hire 140. Even if you're really, really dialed in and you're opening a store and you get your pars ready and your opening schedule forecast and you figure out who you want in the morning and the night and you run just one of the best orientations in the world and you really wow them into what your company is still there's 10% that it's not going to be a good fit. 10% are maybe just trying to check a, a box on some paperwork to collect unemployment. We don't know everybody's circumstances, but you have to be able to have that huge buffer in place to make sure that we can staff for the business that we want, right? You're going to roll yep. right into a honeymoon part. This is people's first time walking through the front door. You've got to be staffed. you got to win it. Yeah. And we noticed that, too. And you saw that with the first day we were here for the orientation that morning. There was yeah. 10 people here. And that night they had, like, I don't know, 9 or 8 that day. Well, we got a notification next morning because you said, hey, we're going to lose some people. And actually, Stephanie, who's new in our office, was like, she's new to this business. Like, no way, you're going to lose that? And you're like, yes. First day we got an email back that we lost five. 
you know, one, they asked not to come back because they, they weren't a team player, right? We were having some issues with the training team knows that. And the other four just didn't show up. Yeah. They came for that first day. They did the orientation. They got the free candy, the free cup, the uniform, but they checked that box and then never showed back up. We called multiple times. Nobody ever showed up. And then every day we've lost one or two uh, because they realize, hey, this isn't the business for me or what. So you, when you're opening a business, you got to understand that you, when you're training this time, you're spending all that money training, bring extras in because you're going to lose some. You know? Yeah, and what really the message that I try to tell our team is that when you're bringing on new employees, you don't want to be in the position of a defense, right? Because you're you're in a position to, hey, you have to keep all the staff that you have because when you bring in people, they may or may not be able to accommodate to what you're, you need them to. Yeah. In other words, you bring on five cooks and, and you may have three that say, I don't like grease and I don't want to fry anything. And so that's not going to work, right? So that puts us on the defense. So it's always better to be on uh, to hire double so that you can be selective as, as who you're going to continue to bring forth through the new store opening because it's it's just a real challenge at the beginning yeah. to get these employees in here and train them up in the way that they need to be trained and give them all the materials. Some will succeed and some won't. Some, this just isn't for everybody, right? But this is a quick service restaurant and. Um, Grease and and and, tra and um, stress is, is not for everybody, but um, that's just that's what I like to tell our team always is that we like to be on the offense where we we get to decide who gets to stay and who may not get to stay with us. Unfortunately, if they can't, you know, come up to speed and do, and do what we need them to do as employees. I know one thing that came on the staffing, Justin, you came to my office yesterday and, you know, you sent out this email and you questioned all of us, like, hey, what's our first week sales going to be? What's our, it's something fun we do mm -hmm. at any restaurant we open. And then you were looking at their, you know, being the COO, you were going through their staffing and their PARs and how many staff they had. And they had plenty of staff, but their projection sales were like not as high as we really wanted it. And it was funny, me and you laugh, was like, well, some of our leaders voted that we're going to do you know, 35000 the first week, but we're only projecting twenty four. What are they doing? Yeah, it wasn't in alignment <laughs> with their guests. And it was, yeah, you absolutely have to staff for the sales that you want and you, ex you know, expect and adapt. And, and the first impression, all the support is here in week one. So yeah. even back to the staffing, it's like, would you rather give them that? A lot of people decide if they're going to work for you in that first week that they work for yeah. you. Yeah. And right now is when we have all of the support, all of the talented people, all of the people who are really good at training, and, and even us to, to build morale, to help out where help is needed. And that that that's not the same experience if you have to hire people a week from now or you, you, don't, you, yeah. know, you don't bring them in. So we have to forecast sales that we expect and we want. If we're not as busy, uh, we can make sure that the place is beautiful and maybe we do a little local store marketing or maybe we teach how to make appropriate cuts and how to how to feel when that happens and we know a leader is there just in case it gets busy again. So I would rather over forecast make sure we have the right people, make sure we can do additional training. But you're absolutely right. We have, we looked at a schedule <laughs> like, that was $10,000 less than what their guesses were. And I think that's just a mindset thing of it's, it's we need to be guest focused and top line sales driven. And sometimes you can get absorbed in your numbers so much that when you open a store, you have got to focus on awesome first impressions. And if we're giving you the ability to have extra people, maybe someone opening the door or wiping tables, and we're giving that to you and you don't take it, yeah. then that's on you. Yeah. That, that, that's on you for not taking that and not driving that hospitality. So yeah, but on, from an R perspective, 
um, you're darn right we're going to take a look at it because we want to help. Yeah. We want to make sure that they're setting them, you know, setting them up for success. We've got the experience, right? We've done it. Well, you know, that's one thing Kim does, puts us on his budget. And when we go back to this budget, so we have to look at that. But really for the first two weeks, they kind of call your honeymoon period or what. Yeah. But then we kind of we, we kind of forget about the labor budget because we want everybody to be trained properly. We don't want to be cutting people early or bringing people later. We want all the staff to be trained 100% properly. After about two weeks, that's when you start kind of cutting back on labor a little bit. Because you said, first impressions got to be great. We got to give hot wings, great hamburgers all the time. But you got to make sure that we hit it all the park first couple weeks, right? Yeah, and I think that um, I think it's kind of like you have to know the pulse of your restaurant, right? So we we don't go in with budgets for labor at all the first couple of weeks, and then you kind of have to have a pulse of the restaurant. If you're still in your what you feel like it's your honeymoon sales, and you're just getting your behind handed to you, we're going to give you a little bit more grace on your labor budget. Yeah, and. Um, and I was surprised to hear that our leaders uh, undercut our sales, but because uh, yeah. they know, they know. You know what I think it was? Our it, expectations. I think it really was uh, oversight, really, and like what you're always preaching to us. Yeah. Just go back and review what they're doing. I, th their labors were there. They had staff. They had that. But that top number was like me and Jessica looked at each other and said, "What?" It's like we got to fix this because here yeah. they are voting. It's forty. They're voting we're going to do 40 our first week, but they're really, and the numbers they put in their com, in the computer system of sales per day to forecast were half of that. And I think that was a... making a connection. Yeah, we need it, to work on that as a leadership well, team. Let's, that's, let's help that's them we make did. that connection. That's what's cool about our team is that we all rally around them just because we're in our positions. We have to hover over and yeah. kind of micromanage a little bit because they need that too because they're focused on training these people. Yeah. They're focused on people getting the best trained people, and sometimes they overlap that a little bit. So it was cool that we called on that too. But now we're here. We're opening. Yeah. We're opening. I think we've you, we've talked about our budget. We're gonna finish that budget on building the store out. We hope to come under budget. I've asked you some questions, and we could probably share that any soon. What we spent on this store, and I think what we our plan is to do after we get the store open, and this is what we do in all of our stores. And I suggest you to try to do this. And this is something Kim really pushes on. After a couple of weeks of your opening, you kind of kind of call the post-opening. What? How did it go? How did our budget go? What did we miss on labor? Did we not staff enough? Did we not have enough food ordered? What was not working? It was our how's our leadership? I mean, our GMs and our shift leads. How are they working out? Did we lose any? What did we do wrong? And what could we have done better? Yeah. And that will be able to focus on that budget and dive into a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Um, I keep hearing that phone ring like crazy. I keep peeing. This cars are just pulling I'm up here. I'm waiting for our first yeah. guests to walk in. We're I, letting I them in and we're cooking special. their food. Yeah. Jacob, <clears throat> this parking lot is busy. You got me some wings? Oh, yeah. We got wings. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I know we all got some work to do and some, some things that we want to end up kind of doing here. And um, Holy moly. Yeah. So We get to eat. Well, I guess the leadership, I mean, the training team has gotten to eat wings before, but we're... Justin, it's okay. We'll sit there and, and we're going to try these wings out. We're going to eat some um, new wings. What, what happened here is uh, I, I, I told the team when, when I was pulling up All here right. earlier, I said, you know, this is our first day of opening and uh, we want to have the first chicken wings out of here. So I didn't do blazing. I did a bone honey barbecue. I wish I'd have You didn't do blazing. Yeah. No, no, there better okay. not be blazing in here. So <laughs> I wanted to be official and try this first wing so we can officially say, hey, we Wonderful. have the first wing out of our stores here. So, yeah. um, love honey barbecue so as we go too. away from this, uh, I just want to, you know, wish our team a good luck. 
and yes. bless this store, right? Yeah. And dear Lord, let this store do and provide to the community here. We're excited about being in Aldine, Texas. Um, and we're excited what we can bring. It's like a party here. I just walked outside and Skechers is down the road on our shopping. And they got like a DJ. They're here. throwing a party right yeah. down there. Is that for us or is that for them? That's I don't know. That's great timing. I hope that was coordinated. Hey, if they, yes, I want to say hats off to their marketing team over there. This is a genius idea. They have a new restaurant opening just a couple of doors down there. Yes. Capitalizing yeah. on our opening. That's so right, because they know we're going to get a flow Skechers. in there. And they got, I mean, they Good got a job. big, like a whole DJ set. Look, yeah. I got myself some black non-slip shoes. Really? Yeah. Get a discount <laughs> on that too. Yeah, yes. get your coupon. But hey, we'll keep you updated on this, but thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, and we're going to enjoy these wings, and we'll see you soon. Okay, guys? Thank you all. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Twice fried wings. Twice the best. All right. Honey barbecue. I got to go do my job and start cooking some hamburgers. Signing out. Inside I need to Sign out. Wings. I got stuff all in my face. Peace out, guys. Thank you all.